It's like you're bringing back a legend. Yeah. We're telling Scott Kingley, it's like, listen, man, you're the starting second baseman, but we just signed Chase Utley to a bench contract. Welcome back to another episode of the Water Boys Podcast, a member of the Crossing Broad Podcast Network. I am Coach Gary. With me, as always, is Kyle Pagan. And before we get into anything, let's talk about our friends over at PointsBet. Kyle, tell us our tell our friends about PointsBet. PointsBet.com, promo code WaterBoys. I know the big game, I know the Super Bowl's over, so you're kind of like, hey, what do I bet on? Right now is actually perfect for college basketball. This is where you actually make a lot of money before the conference tournaments. You build your bankroll up, you bet on the conference tournaments, you win that money there, then you bet it on the NCAA tournament. I've told you about my super system, correct? It's interesting. It's a, it's a flimsy super system, but what you do is you go to college basketball, you get the whole card, anyone who's minus 500 above, you parlay everyone for the night. It could wind up being like 17-team parlay. You hit it. You're in the money, though. You are in the money. The money is green, but I feel like you work harder and not smarter. No, it, it's all about – it's a super system. If you have a super system, you have to bet it. All right. Well, if you want to take on Gary's super system, which – hey, listen, green's green. Go to pointsbet.com, throw in promo code WATERBOYS. That is for only Jersey, new customers. Mm. If you got a buddy in Indiana, let them know. If you got a buddy in Michigan, you got a buddy in Illinois, let them know. Promo code Water Boys. I used to that yeah, it's W O O D E R B O Y S. It's Water Boys. W O O D E R B O Y S. If you have a gambling problem, call one eight hundred Gambler. Kyle, we got stood up. We have been stood up. I was a little nervous about having. So we had Kyle Bennett on. Um, what two weeks ago now? We have you, Kyle Pagan, and we were supposed to have Kyle Scott tonight. Kyle Scott is a very busy man. So listen, I'm not upset. Am I? Am I hurt? A little hurt, but I was nervous with all the Kyles I was bringing in. People were going to start thinking I was starting an X Games podcast. Sponsored by Monster and yeah. like Fox Racing. Yeah, the Fox Racing t-shirts. In fact, I, I've told everybody if I ever have to buy you a present, it's going to be a Fox Racing t-shirt. Make sure you put an Affliction t-shirt in there, too. I don't know um, what that is. Listen, we know, we know Kyle's busy. There's nothing. It's no shock to anybody. Mm-mm. But there was a tweet that went around saying, yeah. I would never big league you. No, he said, I know a Kyle that won't stand you up, unfortunately. Unfortunately. I mean, Newbeck's confirmed for <laughs> so. coming out on Friday. <laughs> Kyle, you got to stir us up, man. Maybe this was the plan the whole time, to drive clicks. I mean, he's been in content a lot longer than us. Maybe he's playing chess while we're playing checkers. Maybe he knows. You're right. I mean, that video did do a lot because he retweeted to 30-plus thousand followers. So thanks That's for true. that. Which video? Oh, you know, yeah, that video. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So it doesn't matter that, you know, you, you, we got stood up. So where are the worst places to get stood up, you think? Okay. So I actually have one that we didn't – we talked about this pre-pod. I have one that I want to get to. But let's go through, like, some of the standard ones first. I mean, your wedding's the worst one, right? Mm-hmm. Podcast is pretty bad. Podcast is pretty bad. When you, when you, when you do all the research on a podcast, you look <laughs> at the person, you go to, like, the eighth page on Google, you think about how you're going to craft your message to them, how it's going to be an interesting podcast, and then they just stand you up. I that thought sucks. my life was going to change tonight, too. I was going to ask him for an absorbent amount of money. Yeah, we're going to pitch happened. him ideas. I have ideas still. I'm not listening. I'm an ideas man. Everyone mm-hmm. knows that. Bob Wankel knows it. Adam Lefko knows it. Someone else might know it. Your wife knows it. You're just a I'm something else man to her. Um, <laughs> jokes. Anyway, uh, yeah, Kyle Scott, you're going you're gonna to have to deal with my brain at some point. And I don't know if you're – Maybe that was what the problem was. He was like, I know this kid's going to have unreal business ideas. Maybe he's trying to get his, his cash liquid. That's what he's trying to do. He's mm-hmm. going to get his cash in order before yeah, he invests. 
I mean, listen, Swedish accounts, you can't just, it's not one day. You have to like go over there. You've seen Wolf of Wall Street. You need a financial not advisor. Swedish, it's not Swedish accounts. It's Swiss accounts, right? It's cool. It's still in Europe. It's the same place. It's all the same yeah. place. All right. Yeah, that's fair. So here's the one that I actually think would be the worst. I said wedding. First date would be pretty bad in the podcast. This is the one I think would be worse. A vow renewal. Ooh. Yeah, think about that. It's like a 20-year vow renewal. So you, like, everyone's like, hey, this is a solid marriage. You just show up to the altar on your 20-day vow renewal, and they're like, hey, renewal, I'm done with this. That's, that one's tough. Instead, you get served mm-hmm. Wait, with divorce papers? Hold on a second. Yeah, so that's a bad one, too. Here's another one. Can you get stood up at your funeral? Like, what if you like, no one comes? Yeah, I guess technically you can. Or, like, maybe your, like, wife of, like, 45 years doesn't come. I feel like that's a stand-up. Yeah, that's kind of a stand-up. You're dead, so do you care? I don't know. It depends on what you believe in the afterlife. That's are true. you looking down or are you a, a man that is in a box that has no soul or thought well, process? I don't, want to, I don't want to cry on tonight's podcast. Have you ever been served? Have you ever got any good serve stories? I feel like I would, one of my dreams in life is to serve somebody. I feel like that's really cool. I think it's a dangerous job. There's a great movie based around it called Pineapple Express. If you haven't seen it, you should see that one. I don't want to like serve somebody in like inner city Philadelphia for like no. some like drug convictions or something. I want to serve right. like some guy in like a penthouse or a guy in like a fortune 50 company, like the CEO or like some random guy who just works sales at, let's say an automation place or something like that. Yeah. You ever see those stories where um, those guys fake being like ice, ice delivery guys and they get into the Super Bowl? Well, what oh, if we yeah, do that yeah. for the link and we serve oh, wait, Howie Roseman? That's like a big deal, right? Like people get served at the Super Bowl. Isn't that one? I don't know. I've, like people like, I think, no, I think this is a real thing. I think like there's like, Hey, come like they they offer you like super bowl packages and they show up and it's basically they serve you it, it may oh, be entrapment yes. though i'm not I, there's this, how they we get, should have a lawyer on yep that's how they get people in alabama they do this every year yeah, they, they yeah, offer it's free the tickets. iron bowl it's the iron yes. bowl yeah i knew bowl that for guys who um haven't paid child support and that's how they get them it's great yeah they serve them oh man could you imagine just i'm gonna see alabama kick leaving shit at auburn oh shit damn oh, awesome. got me again oh wait no that's Auburn. um anyway so I think you and I, you think we're blue collar enough if we were like ice delivery guys and we just had like a... a f- I think because I'm a big guy, they would think it would make sense. But like, ah, it makes sense. You have no like redeemable skills. You're just a fat guy who carries a lot of ice. This guy hauls ice. Yeah. So what is your job? I haul... I'm like the guy in Superbad, the one who yeah. just works in janitorial services in the back of the of the uh, liquor store and he just goes, fuck my life. But at the end of the movie, he shows up and gets hammered. That would be me. I think I could have... I. I should go to Hollywood. I just need a clipboard and that's reflector, reflector uh, jacket and uh, some slacks. And I feel like we'd be in, we could definitely yeah. get into to an Eagles game next year. Absolutely. I, you know, did you ever have the dream as a child to want to be a trash man just to ride on the side of the truck? No, that actually oh. worried me. I could never ride on motorcycles either growing up. Oh, I had a moped. So I guess that counts. That's different than a motorcycle. I always thought yeah. I was going to fall off the motorcycle back. You know how people say like having a moped is like, it's cool, but you don't want your friends seeing on it. But like pff, I was 15 and could get around going 36 miles an hour. It's true. Mopeds. Yeah. You were the cool kid in uh, on the block. If you had the moped, if you had a gas powered one, you're even better. I had the gas powered one yeah. with the bi turbo on it. Thing was so loud. You're really scary. Um, where else is a terrible place to get stood up court? Your lawyer. Did you see the lawyer today with the cat, the filter no. of the cat? So no. there was, this, was this on the impeachment trial? No, this was, there oh, okay. was this, this random, random, uh, random video of this guy who was on a, uh, a Zoom meeting. I'm guessing he was, he was lawyering up, doing something. He was the lawyer, and he, he must have been on a Zoom call like over the weekend with the family. He had a cat filter. 
probably having fun with the with with the grandchildren or something like that and he couldn't get the cat filter off and the judge was like hey you have a cat filter and the guy's like yeah my assistant's here she's trying to help me um but i'm 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 willing to proceed with the cat filter so basically like if you're the client there that's jail right i'm having serious charger problems here i I know this has become very distracting for everybody on the podcast but like my computer's gonna die if i don't plug this in so i apologize to everybody but no uh cats on the podcast i mean cats on the courtroom not good not good not not good to have the cat filter i think you're already uh you're already punching up you're already battling up i'm really struggling with this this thing here guys we're back other places to that sucked to get stood up. Other places that stuck to get stood up. Go ahead. A game. I think. A, I think. A, like, say you bought tickets. First of yeah. all, if you go on a first date um, to a game, you're a psychopath, in my opinion. But listen, if you did and you paid well, a lot of tickets, okay. Hold on a second. What if you like you're on Bumble and like her her profile picture of her like in a Flyers jersey? Well, what if you don't like them and then you got to spend three periods with them? You're spending about you're you're dedicating an hour and a half to somebody. If you're doing a baseball game, that's psycho stuff. You're spending like three hours with the people. No one wants to spend three hours on a date. Uh, football. That's more camaraderie. Basketball is mm-hmm. kind of good. F- hockey, indifferent. But you have to pass a series of te- a series of tests to go to a Eagles game with me. Like I, I don't willy nilly reach out to people to go with me. Like I have a select few that I would want to go with, and like it, I would that would be never a first date thing for me. Why is that? <sighs> well, because I'm gonna drink a lot. Okay. Um, I'm gonna probably say some things that are embarrassing, possibly cancelable, and. You know, that that shit kind of flies at the stadium, but I'm not going to do that with the first date. Yeah, and the 300 levels. But, I mean, one of the best places to be stood up, the movies. Yeah, because oh, I'm just here alone. Yeah, now I'm just going to watch Avengers by myself. Have you ever, when you, have? what's the most bold thing you've ever brought into a movie theater with you? Like, in terms of food, let's not, like, let's not get dark here. <laughs> I, I got a nine millimeter in one time. Totally forgot uh, I had well, it. I mean, that's, we got Nigel Bradham. <laughs> I'm getting a little close to felonies here. Um, I brought like a liter of uh, of of soda one time, or the two liters. Before. Oh, okay, a two that liter. That's a, a lot. Liter. I mean, it wasn't the only one in there, but like you know, you got the big puffy jackets. You can put it around the okay. around the arm. Um, I've read well, stories of people bringing. I, I've heard people like bringing like Taco Bell in because it's easily concealable. Hmm. But it's not like easily concealable when you're in there. You've been on the flight where the guy has McDonald's and he opens it up like two hours in, and you're like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. They don't eat McDonald's on a flight. In fact, guys, like uh, hot food on a flight, usually not the play. Also, if there's like a Chinese restaurant in the terminal or someone that's selling fish, don't get that. And if you are going to get it, eat at the terminal. Don't bring it on the plane. Fish in the office, fish on the plane, fish on a train, fish in the automobile. Fish is not allowed. And if you reheat it, you're that's pre-crime. No, it's very disgusting. Any other places? I can't think of anything else. No. So... We we had a we had a we had a podcast on Monday. If you haven't yet checked that out, uh, live stream also on Twitter and I think YouTube. Um, nothing's changed in the Carson Wentz drama. We're in the holding pattern. This is a lot of a uh, lot of airport terminology today, but yeah, a lot of shit being thrown at a wall. I don't mm-hmm. know who to believe. My mind is in a blender right now. I have. A, I'm going to go ahead and tell you something. I think. I think we're going to be in this. I think we're going to be in Wentz watch for a long time. I hope I'm wrong. Like I hope if there's going to be a trade, we get it done this week. But if if the reports that are coming out are true, that it's like, hey, the Eagles asked for the moon and they're definitely not going to get it. Like it would just behoove them to wait, wouldn't it? Is there any chance? Yes, it does behoove them to wait. Is there any chance that Howie gets fired? if he doesn't get what we think he was going to get back. So that's actually a really good point because there's also this report now that Carson's just mad at Howie. You know, there's, there's, there's a bunch of stuff going on. So like, 
you would you would think if you're Carson, you would also be angry at Jeffrey Lurie since he's not going to fire the guy you obviously have a gripe with. Now, the other thing is, and Berman went on the Kincaid show this morning, was like, listen, there's a lot of information out there, and it's just so hard to verify anything, and that's the problem. There is, <laughs> yeah. There's so much stuff out there Gary, right now. I'm looking at accounts that have 4,000 followers that just, like, prove a good point about Carson Wentz. There's this guy, uh, Duncan Robinson or D. Robinson NFL, who's, like, a Chicago guy or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's got 4,000 followers, and I've been getting that retweeted on my timeline. I'm like, okay, there should be a deal in place. It's just Dan, Dan Dockett oh. somehow got involved yeah, today. Dan Dockett, she, doesn't he call college basketball games? It's yeah, like, poorly, too. Um, Pat McAfee <laughs> got ripped into it, too. This guy's talking about gaming chairs. A joke comes off, and Brandon Lee Gowden's like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Like, I understand just... the connection, but, like, guys, everyone everyone relax. The trade's going to happen, and here's here's the other thing. What if it doesn't happen? Like, what if it's, like, the best pick? The, if they get a fourth-round pick, what's going to be – what will be the narrative? Because, It'll be good for us because I'm going to go down to City Hall, and I'm just going to interview random people, and they're just going to go absolutely nuts. Well, yeah, um, because there's everyone's calling for the trade right now. And if it was two days ago, we're all excited because, hey, we're, we're getting a first-round pick back no matter what. If he walks out of this with a third or fourth-round pick, I'm not going to be very happy. I, at that value, I'd just bring him back and let him battle it out and deal with the media storm. Oh, man. I, 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 get, I do get worried about the media storm because I do feel like these, these players, they have, their, they have more you know, of, of, of leverage than they've ever had over the last couple of years you know, with social media, with uh, press conferences. It's going to be – it's going to dominate every press conference – one of them, it's going to dominate the uh, spring football. One of my training camp. My training God, camp. It's like, also going to, it's going to fuck Sirianni's first year up because it's it all, every question he gets is going to be Wentz hurts. At and that's why point, like at this point one has to yeah. go. And it's, it definitely seems like it's going to be Wentz again. I said on Monday, I think that would be the mistake, but it's, it looks like where it's going to go. So back to the question, I don't think we even answered it. Do you think there is a deal that Howie could do that would get him fired? I don't think if he ne- – I think he needs an enter first or a second round pick. Okay. So if he gets a fourth, do you think he'll get fired or no? I don't think – I don't think the trade gets made unless he's getting a first or a second round pick. I, I just don't think it's possible. Remember, this is the same team that got Dominic rogers Cromartie and a second round pick for Kevin Cobb, and they also flipped uh, Bradford for a first and a fourth. So, like, yes, I understand. The Bradford situation was the Vikings thought they were in win now. And the Cobb situation was they they desperately needed a quarterback, and you had a surplus of one because uh, he he had clearly beaten out Michael Vick for the job. I mean, Michael Vick had clearly beaten him out for the job. Listen, there's he's coming off a terrible, terrible season, and that that and he he is Carson Wentz, but he should net you a first round pick. It doesn't have to be this year; it could be next year, but like he should net you a first round pick. And if it's a second round pick this year, it needs to be a high second round pick. Like think the Jets' second round pick. They will not pay him that $10 million in whenever March it has to be. I, I, I don't think so. I, well, it's I mean, the same. To. Well, that's they it's will not, also, is what I'm saying. If you, They'll if you gone. get past that point, the dead cap, I think becomes like 40 something million dollars. I think it's, I think, it, I think it goes up 10 more million. So yeah, if it gets past the March, um, if it gets past that March deadline, I assume he's here unless there's an injury in training camp and they move him for, you know, a King's ransom. What would make you happiest? I actually have talked myself into if the Bears offer you 20 this year's 20, like first round pick, which would be their 20th pick in foals, I'd do it. And here's why. Oh, are we going back on the, are we go? are we? So here's why, here's why I think this is, I think if you're going to have this conversation with Chicago, this is why it makes sense. And the optics bad because the player that's coming back is Nick Foles. But let's, if, if I change the player to be Josh Rosen and the contract was the same, 
this is how I would I would say it if I was the Bears. It's like, listen, I'm taking on a big contract. I'm fine giving up this late first round pick because I now have a guy I'm inserting as my starting quarterback. That's probably more valuable than anyone you would get at 20, right? In theory. But I'm taking on this massive cap hit. I have a bad cap hit as well in Nick Foles. So you have to do me a solid and take this cap number off me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where it would sit. And the problem is, the problem is, is the guy is Nick Foles and you're bringing him back. And then it's the story is they traded Carson Wentz was traded for Nick Foles after, mm-hmm. you know, that would wind up being the story. And no, that's not the story. Carson Wentz was traded for a first round pick and Nick Foles is here to be the backup. And I think we talked about this with John. I'm not worried about Nick Foles coming in and being the starter of the Eagles because obviously Hertz is here. It'd be Hertz job to lose. I just know that the city will will call for him. You know, we know it, it will happen. And I know people will say like, hey, um, they don't listen to sports radio. They don't listen to the influence of the fan. The Eagles don't do that. That's fine. The problem is that's what's going to be out there. You, you're, it's going to be unavoidable. If you want to listen to sports it, it talk is. radio, it's, it's unavoidable. Gonna be, it's unavoidable. It completely is. It's also, like I said on Monday, it's, it's just not a good optic. And, that's, and, that, and I know that's not how you should manage a team because you're trying to put the best team on the field. But it's not a good optic. And well, you're looking at a franchise who has always been a franchise of stability, at least in the last 21 years. And yeah. now you're looking, now you're, now you're going to, now you look at it outside and you're like, what is going on with this? So well, I agree with you on that. frustration with people saying you're going to let the media influence you to put the best, best team together. It's like, in this case, yes, I am. This, this is the one case. I think this is the one guy where I'd be like, listen, this, this is just not an open door. But I'm going to contradict myself. If the, if the deal is the first round pick and falls, I do the deal because that's probably the best compensation you're going to get. You don't think it's going to be Roquan Smith, the first rounder, and uh, or two first rounders? So. I mean, I'd be also interested in Kyle. If it was, if, if they said, I think Kyle Fuller's still there, if it was like Kyle Fuller in a second, I'd be interested in that. I'd be halfway interested in that. Here's a good thing. Jalen Hurts was on an interview today with Kay Adams, and he said he has a Instagram timer that kicks him out after a certain hour of, of Instagram a day. So. Maybe he won't hear about it. Maybe maybe he won't. I mean, that timer could be like eight hours of Instagram. We just don't know that. Yeah, right. Jalen Hurts is an Instagram addiction. I have a timer addiction. and I turn it off whenever <laughs> I need. It's like I have a, I have an alarm that goes off at five thirty every morning. I still get out of bed at six thirty. Yeah, you can snooze those apps. Um, I got a question for you. So okay. we come back, we get our sixth pick, we get the twentieth pick, and we get Nick Foles, Deshaun Watson. I don't think the money works out. I know you say like the that it's it's made up numbers. I don't I don't see how they can do it. And maybe there is magic somewhere. I just don't see how you can do it. If there's anyone that can. So also here's the other thing. Like let me well let me give you a. Do you think Deshaun Watson would waive his no trade clause to come here right now? I do think he would. I I honestly do. We have a history of of black quarterbacks that have succeeded here. We're a stable franchise, no matter what you think. I don't think Deshaun Watson cares about Howie Roseman and, and, and what this organization is. I think very, uh, see, that's where I, I think, think it's very localized. Well, I think it's very localized. I don't yeah. think it's gotten national news like Deshaun Watson and the Texans have gotten national news. You're well, coming Watson's back to more polarizing like, figure than Carson Wentz is. Uh, he's better. Although, so well, I guess he is more polarizing, but eh, Carson Wentz is pretty polarizing. He was coming back to the East coast. I, is he I think from the East coast? He's from Car- He's uh, one of the Carolinas. I think he's from oh, North okay. Carolina. Um, but yeah. So listen, I, would I like to have Deshaun Watson? Sure. I don't know if that's – I just don't know if that would be – this is going to sound crazy. I just like don't know if that's the move I would make. Okay. I think it would take three firsts. So you're probably giving up the sixth, the 20th. Next year's first if we have one. I'm, I haven't looked at the, the, the draft or whatever. And Jalen Hurts. 
You think it would take Jalen, or you think it would? Why take, would you have? Why yeah. would you have him here? If you're if you're already taking Foles in, like this is this is also wildly spec. This is a ton of wild speculation. <laughs> we're like, basically I, Twitter. I know. Right now. I know what we're doing, <laughs> but it, it's it's definitely stimulating conversation. But listen, I, I there's there's no way in my way, in my head that uh, I think Deshaun Watson here is. Now I did lay this scenario out to you the other day. If it is Nick Foles that comes back in the trade, I turn around the next day and I trade Jalen Hurts, and here's why. I give that Philadelphia fan base what they've always wanted. Nick Foles starting day one. He's going to get every opportunity to start. We'll go 500 and then we'll just draft. And we'll, well, and what we'll do is we'll, we'll draft like Zach Wilson or something to back him up. We'll take the Mahomes approach, let him sit a year. And then we'll, we'll smack Nick Foles on the answer. Thanks for coming back. And we'll just move on to the next guy. We'll take, but Carson I will Wentz give, I will life. give, I will give Philadelphia that one year. Here we go. Let, let's let him start for one year. Maybe he makes me eat my words and we go 10 and 6 and lose in the first round. I don't know. At this point, give, give the city what they want. Like, what, he broke what, you. No, I mean, I'm just saying this would be, this would be a hilarious scenario if it, came, if it came to the game true. I feel like it's broken you. Oh, no. Like, listen, I'm still going to root for Nick if he comes oh, back. Yeah. Hey, listen, just, we've always been on record. We will root for whoever plays quarterback. But, yeah, no, but like, think about it. Like, if you really like, I would, I would love to know how social media would, would that social media and sports radio would, would be able to twist that one. See, this is the problem because, like, yesterday, me and you were just vehemently denying Nick Foles that we didn't want anything wrong with him to come here. Oh, I still and don't want him here, Kyle. I'm just okay. saying this. This is like, this would, for the content, it would be unreal. Yeah, for us, selfishly, would be fantastic. It also would be halfway interesting because it's like. It's put up or shut up time for the Foles in society. Like, here he is. He's your starter for one year. And if now, he plays well, we'll see what happens. Conversely, I'm going to take that Jalen Hurts trade that you just made that we maybe get a first or a second. I'm going to package that on my Deshaun Watson deal, yeah, and we're see, going to get like, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, well, see, so you're stuck on Deshaun Watson. I just don't – I think there's a. I think there's more of a chance of my scenario playing out than your scenario. Deshaun I mean, you Watson's would, not coming to Philadelphia. You would need everything, everything to hit, or you would be in cap hell for – Years to come. Yeah, you also like desperately need like, like so almost. I almost feel like that would be an irresponsible to trade that many first round picks for Deshaun Watson. I get it. He's like 28, 24? Uh, 24, 25 at the, at the latest. I get that he's young, but then you are. He basically has no talent to work with, and you don't have you. You would you would re- need someone to hit on late round draft picks. Yeah, yeah. When you look at like that, you're in a tough. That would be, listen. It's not a better situation for him here. 2022, the cap does open a lot. There's a lot of maneuvering. <laughs> it's like you're gonna have so much dead money on top of that. And then, like the weird thing is, like you, you don't have any first round picks. So, like, sure you can go get free agents, but it's essentially it's like, all right, here's the deal, dude. We don't have any first round picks here in Houston, but I can trade you to Philadelphia. But they're not gonna have any first round picks either. So it's essentially the same situation with a much more intense media market and way less talent. Okay, your choice, but. The, the the new TV deals are going to be north of ten oh, billion. Good God, it doesn't they, mean that I don't think that's going to skyrocket the cap. Historically, the cap has gone up ten million every year, so it would have okay. been about two hundred eight. So if we're talking about two twenty, at a certain point, you have to have like cheap, controllable talent. If you don't have high first round pick, or you don't have first or second round picks, you can't obtain that unless you're hitting on third, fourth, fifth, and sixth and seventh rounders. I'm just trying to give you a scenario uh, yeah, to make just, you happy. If the cap is at two hundred twenty million in two in twenty twenty two, it's way more manageable than it is now. A lot of a lot of contracts can be yeah. worked. A lot of contracts <laughs> can come off the book. Howie can just keep pushing them back, pushing them back like he's pushing. He's like he's like the guy like when you're like you're 
your your friend like coming out of college, like who was just like no financial sense, and it was just like, dude, you do your yeah. taxes yet? It's like April like thirteenth. He's like, I just got an extension. Yeah, you listen. Forgets, I, it's like October comes. Like, hey, dude, have you done your taxes yet? It's like this is gonna start coming off. Like, I don't want Deshaun Watson. I'd love to see Deshaun Watson. You know, I just don't see any possible way it could happen. I do. There is a possible way, and I just mapped it out for you. Yeah, and I and you just mapped out a team that goes four and twelve for the next four years. No, stop it. Maybe it's wins not. five games. Stop it. If we're if you're talking, you just talked about going eight. You just talked about going five hundred or ten and six potentially with Nick Foles. All right, <laughs> because I'm giving the Foles in society what they want. <laughs> well, don't I'm, give them. This is this is this is why I almost want it to happen. It's like here you go. You, you, we're going to give you what you want. This not this. What is it like? Would you say it's like twenty four percent of the fan base now is like still in this camp that if he was here we'd be competitive. I think 24 is high. I think it is. I, I, the, the worst thing about social media is the minority gets the most amplified voice. Okay. Let's say it's a 15% base of the fan base. That would be like, this This is the right move. And then there's the 75%. I'm sorry, 85%. That would be a little bit more like, hey, this is not what we should have been doing. But if he comes here and fails as a full-time starter, you can finally be like, all right, can we finally put this argument to bed? And I'm sure we can't because we'd be like, well, if we held on to him after the Super Bowl, it'd be a lot different. Frank Reich would be here. It'd be like, mm. Mm, but I would give him a shot. Listen, I also, if I'm Nick Foles, do I want to come back here? Yes, you're beloved here. I mean, I, I was know, talking, like, I, I know, but like, you're going to come back here as a backup. I know he's not coming, he's not going anywhere as a starter, but he's going to come yeah. here as a backup. Like, it's just that, you know, like, if I don't know, man, like, I could see him being like, I'm not going back there. Like, nah, he's beloved back. He's got a statue I, back here. I know, yeah, I know that, but like, think about that. It, Case in point, Ron Hextall. He's beloved here, and he gets fired as GM. Not and anymore. He's a bit of a tarnish. What are you talking about? He's a well, Pittsburgh I mean, yeah, GM I mean, now. He, he deserves to be the Pittsburgh GM because you fired him. They fired Take him. Take him off the wall of fame. Well, see, that's the other thing. It's like, what if Foles comes here and goes 5-12? and 12? Are we going to rip the statue down and put it with the Kate Smith one in the dump? Kyle from Norristown. Fire him. Fire him. Right. Take him off the wall of fame. Burn the statue. Okay. I'm just saying, back- like, you know, it, it's, it's the same thing with, like, Bobby Clark had to – it came in as he ruined his like opinion of himself. His, yeah. It's like one of those things. It was like, do you want to come back here and ruin what you had? It's perfect. Like what I use this. I can expand on this from Monday. If, if Brady, go, like they say next year, they win again and the Patriots go, Hey Tom, we were wrong. Come back. First year. Tom comes back. It's finally the age hits him and he looks like shit. And he just, they're like, all right, I got to retire now. Well, Tom wouldn't come back. No, do I, think I know that. I'll check. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's the same thing. Like, do you really want to go back somewhere where you had so much success? You're this mythical figure, and you have a chance to ruin that? If he never steps foot here again, it only makes it better for him. That's my thing. Like, it's only better for him to never come back because the myth of Nick Foles lives on. Not the myth, the the story of Nick Foles. If he comes back and he's he's mediocre, like, As a competitive person, I think that these guys – Always are up for the challenge. I don't know. I, I, that's like the weird thing. Like, I just don't know. Like, it's almost like if, like, Jordan went back to the Bulls instead of playing for the Wizard for those last, like, let me just collect the paycheck years. Like, it's just well, like, I don't know. Do you really want to <laughs> You really want to ruin I, – I, maybe it's just me. Like, I wouldn't want to ruin that vision people had. Like, I had – if I leave – if I leave as this hero, I don't want to come back and ruin it. I don't blame it. Let me go ruin it elsewhere because what will happen is I can go ruin it in Chicago and then I can go to like Los Angeles and back up Herbert. When Herbert eventually gets injured, I can go in and stink there and be like, you know, I've made, I've, I've done this. I'm going to go ahead and retire. I can walk away with money and I know I can go back to Philadelphia and have a hero's welcome for the rest of my life. 
it's not a bad thought process, but I do think he would he would he would grab that. I'm sure he would because yeah. let's let's be fair. He hasn't made. I guess he's made a decent chunk of change, but he hasn't made crazy money. I made ninety one million. <sighs> Did he that actually was, make ninety one million? Yeah, they bought they bought him out. I was it was a lot guaranteed. Okay. Not ninety one million. You know those contracts. So he's made good. he's made his money. That's he's the other thing. Money, it's yeah. like, see, to me, I I don't know. I think he's one of those guys that must be like, yeah, you know what? I don't need to do it. I don't know. I can't put words in his mouth. Yeah. It'll be interesting. It will be interesting. Anything else on this topic besides Don, Deshaun Watson? We're all in on Deshaun. Go long not, for Deshaun. I'm not in on Deshaun. I'm just not in on it. All right. Got to be in on something because. Uh, I think right now I'm just in on Jalen Hurts. I'll, I'll, I'll ride with Jalen Hurts right now. <laughs> so everything we just talked about is like, just don't take that to heart, everybody. We're just throwing out scenarios because literally we're in. We're, we're. It's uh, provoking though. Think about it. It's. Yeah. I mean, like, there's there's a lot of like crazy elements. I mean, you you know, if Nick Foles comes back here, like, it's it's not going to be pretty for Jalen Hurts. I'm going to say that, and he I, he might have the mental fortitude to deal with that. I mean, obviously Carson had to struggle with the not being supported, but it also contradicts yourself again. Like, it's you're not supporting the quarterback you're picking. I feel like I am, I almost feel like that's how it feel it would feel to me. I don't know how hurt. I can't speak for Jalen Hurts, but that's how I would feel. I'd be like, well, I mean, like, come on, you're going to bring back you're bringing back a legend. You're yeah. bringing back it's like it's like literally bringing it's like the only other example would be like oh I'm gonna bring Brian Dawkins back as a backup. Kayvon Wallace. It's like it's just like I mean like it's like you're bringing back a legend. Yeah. We're telling Scott Kingley it's like listen man you're the starting second baseman but we just signed Chase Utley to a bench contract. <laughs> it's like you're bringing back a legend like it's that would be tough for anyone to deal with. I think that makes the most sense of why Carson was the most pissed at all the reports coming out now. Jeff McLean had it that. uh Carson won't talk to Howie Roseman. He'll answer everyone else's calls except for Howie Roseman. I think this cements it that when he drafted Jalen Hurts in second round, he was like, what the fuck is going on? Here's, here's what I kind of hope, and this is going to be me voting for one more thing in chaos. I hope they can't trade him. I hope Carson Wentz comes back and just basically says, I'm going to go on the absolute fuck you tour. Like a nice little Aaron Rodgers fuck you tour? Yeah, and just and be open. Be the dick. Play into it. Be a dick. Just hate on Howie, but go out and win me 12 games and take me to the playoffs and make him have to pay you. And make him, make him sign the check. Be like, no, you know what? You know what, Jeffrey? I want you to give all my money to Howie, and I want you to make Howie come to my locker after every game and write me my game check so I can take it out of that little weasel's hand. He's like, Carson, you don't want direct deposit? No, I want a physical no. check. <laughs> yeah, I want a physical check. And I want it to come out of his bank account so he knows he's paying me. It's like, Carson, you know, that's like 2% you're losing out on, right? Because it's a physical check. He's like, I don't, don't care. Don't care. Don't care. At that point, 2% means nothing, man. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, awesome. like, also, every time he comes there, he has to be wearing an AO1 shirt. Ooh. Just flex on him. That would be that would be awesome if he did that's come vindic- back. Just- that's vindictive, but like it, it's not going to happen, guys. Again, I, <sighs> this is the high hope spot. Do you ever just wish? For- yeah, do you ever just wish he <laughs> knew what the real Carson was like? What Carson's like by himself? Because there's definitely actually, a different person. I actually think Carson Wentz and I are very similar. I think that's why I always kind of liked them. Because like if you because you've always said like if you won like the lottery you would just move to like Wyoming. I disappear. You never hear from me again. Um, yeah. I like, like talking I, a lot more than Carson does. I think that's obvious because I talk into a mic four times a week. That's well. That's also the thing where it's like, like I got a email today from Jaws's uh, charity golf thing, and yeah. it was like Jaws has been the face, probably the face of the Eagles. You could say for the last like twenty some years. Like Donovan went off to do Donovan yeah. things. 
Uh, Mike Vick's obviously doing NFL. If Carson retires, like once Carson retires, if we ever see him, he will never be on a, a Fox show or an ESPN show. Or, or oh, he's gone. His, his interviews with Mike Farm. Garofalo on NFL Network are the most hilarious things. Go back and watch them. He, Mike Garofalo, tries to just poke and prod, poke and prod, poke and prod, and he just does nothing. So basically him not doing this statement, which I think is still not the right move because I think he controlled the narrative a lot more, even just the, hey, really happy for Nick Sirianni. I would love to play for him, blah, blah, blah. Well, but see, that's he's never been one to talk to the media. I think that's, I, I know everyone wants him to talk just to come out and say something or even just have like a support, like, you know, thanks for the memories, Coach Peterson. But the, play, the Walter Payton, like that. Like, the Walter Payton one wasn't a, wasn't a good one. It's not it's not a good first one because then it ta- it, you're you're doing more damage taking away from Rodney McLeod winning the or being nominated than you are if it's your first statement when everybody yeah, but you, you have to think. Well, the team nominates the bad PR team. The, well, the team nominates him, so it's yeah. like the, the team let him do it, or Carson and Rodney are friends, and like Rodney's like, hey, I want you to be the one that does this for me. I, I legitimately think they're friends. I just think yeah. it's 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 a stupid on not even Carson, but your PR team. His PR team is all over social media. What, see, sure. seeing what everyone's saying about him. So, like, just come out and be like, hey, can't wait to play for Nick Sirianni. I think, Carson, I think Carson's one of those guys where – and I th- we were talking about this the other – someone was talking about this the other day. Like, it's tough to not be uh, – it's tough to have, like, a uh, depiction around you of a country boy if you're making this much money, right? Like, he has an absurd amount of money. So, like, yeah, he can walk around in camo and, and shoot ducks, but he goes home to his extremely modern $4 million home. Like, it's a lot different. I think the mindset – I think I actually think this is where – I kind of had resonated with them where like, yes, I would want my home to be very nice, but if I had a lot of money, I would, I would go out and I would just do whatever the hell I want. I'd probably play golf and fish for the rest of my life. I would just, I would just do that. And I think, I think Carson finds uh, joy in just like simple things. Simple men. Yeah. I think I just like, I think that's why he's kind of always resonated with me. He's just a guy who's like, Hey, listen, I'm really, I have, a, I have these like absurd talents. I'm going to get paid a lot of money for but when it's not happening, I just want to go do what makes me happy. And I, I can kind of respect that for some from people. Like, I do my job because I need to pay the bills. And I know it's a lot different, but, like, I don't love doing what I do every day. I, I do it so I can pay the bills and continue to do the things I love to do on the weekend. Yeah, it, it's, it's tough because it's just like, at the end of the day, he's, and everyone can say this, and I think 100% of the families can agree on this, he's a good person. Like, he's a legitimately good person. I think he is, too. I think he's a guarded person, which is fine. I think that's going to happen. And you think it sometimes gets passed over as being selfish? I think so, too. I also think he, uh, I think he's probably a little entitled. I'm sure he's a little entitled, you know. We've, we've talked about this multiple times. He grew up in North Dakota, small town. He's the best that there's ever been from there. He's been successful where we went. He's probably been coddled his entire life, and he got, a, he got a rain check when he came to probably the hardest city in the world to play a professional sport in. You would hope he would have the mental fortitude. And listen, I'm not calling him mentally soft in any way. I feel like that people throw that around, and that's not yeah. right. As I said, you know, maybe this might not. I think I, there there was a lot of things that went wrong. The injury, and then Nick Foles winning. There's listen, I wouldn't give that back. That's tough for anyone to deal with. I I'll just always say it's like it's tough to like sign a contract, think a team's committing to you, and then they you know they go draft the guy that they like high, holding this with like weirdly high regard. Like I know people are like it's soft. You should embrace the competition, but it's like. There has to be self doubt at some point. But like, well, wait a minute. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. Aren't fully bought in on Carson Wentz. Maybe they're not fully bought in on me. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I mean, could see that being mentally. Yeah, it's a hula I mean, hoop to put your head through. Imagine you're you're in sales. Imagine you're like you're crushing it, big sale, the whole sales leader of the whole region and whatnot. And they bring someone in, pay him less, but they start promoting him as like potentially the next coming or potentially yeah, the guy who's going to take Gary's job because Gary's making too much money and we need. And that happens in sales all the time where they come in and just right. 
How yeah, the younger guy you. comes in and takes yeah. over the guy who's been older and successful. Listen, Carson Carson was very successful for one year, had technical better numbers in 18. 19 was kind of a roller coaster. And then obviously this year he hit a wall where he was, wasn't good at all. But I mean, people, it, I guess it's so easy because they get paid so much money that people want to rip these guys down. But at the same day, at the same time, like these guys are human beings and it's magnified on the more because of how much we want to talk about. It. We have a very passionate for the Eagles. But, you know, this whole... um Everyone wants to talk about mental health and like take care of all these new these new issues, but you're so quick to call someone soft. Like that could like very mentally affect somebody. Like I I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's me. Maybe it's me becoming more like compassionate for people for these athletes. When you have maybe a kid, I've gotten a little I bit into do. I've gotten a little bit more into this world of media and I get to interface with some of these people now. And like I like some of them are like, no, like I have disconnected from being a fan because it is my job to cover this team. And I, that's the biggest part I think I've struggled with so far is I can't not be a fan of the team. And that's that's the problem. Also a fan of Carson Wentz. It's hard for me to separate the fandom from sometimes the reality of the situation. And I'll be I'm fine with admitting that. And that's why I think that's why I think Waterboys is gonna be wind up being so successful is because we're not coming in here and doing a shtick. We're coming in here and telling you our honest opinion. I don't disagree with you. I mean it's it's it's, it's a not weird weird it's not situation. A, this isn't a take fest that we're giving you right now. This is us thinking things out. And I think, I think it's important for sometimes I'm not, listen, consume media the way you want to consume it. But sometimes let's think about other humans. I know these guys get paid a ton of money and they are in entertainment and they should be allowed to be talked about and they should be allowed to be ridiculed. Just like I should be able to ridicule you for being bad at your job. Like that. Just like we should be able to be ridiculed. Right. Exactly. We we have people who comment on our stuff and they, they don't like us. It's fine. Listen, you're not going to like everybody. It feeds the fire. It's fine with me. It's fine. Anything else you want to do to wrap this up? No, I actually think this one went from being fun to a little bit more serious. Listen, we got stood up. So there's a lot of emotions going along right now. It's the shit. And by the way, take it to you. Make it real quick one. Chris Sims. Fuck you. Okay. You know why? He played no. the fans. He, he, said, the fans. he said he played the fans. He said, basically it's let me get the right quote so I can, yeah. Let me, I'll, I'll preface this too. National media, stop blaming the Philadelphia fans for everything. It's not our fault we care more than you. Like, stop <laughs> speaking for, it's not, stop speaking for Philadelphia when you have no idea what it's like to live here and grow up around here. This is a special city. Fuck everyone who's ever said anything bad. If I had to hear the stupid Santa Claus take one more time, it's like, shut up. He was a drunk guy and his friends pelted him with snowballs. Like, listen to the fucking story one time. Leave us alone. Just leave us the fuck alone. Let us care and boo our team because we hold them to a higher standard than any other fan base in the NFL. It's just the truth. So if you're the national media, I want you to put a big X to the tri-state area near Philadelphia, New Jersey, and Delaware and leave us the fuck alone and let us support the team the way we want to support it. As angry assholes who get excited about every single backup we've ever had. I don't even think I need to read the Chris Sims tweet. That was read just the something. Quote. Read okay. The quote. Okay. Carson Wentz needs out of Philly. It's over for him there. After one bad throw or drive, the fan base and city will sour on him. Needs a fresh start. Listen, Chris Sims, there was more than one bad throw. There was more than one bad drive. Bad they, throws. And it's also like, hey, listen, Chris Sims, not that wrong, but stop fucking talking about us. Yeah. Leave us alone. We know what drives clicks. I mean, it's the, it's the biggest thing there that like a lot of people write about Philly because they know it, it'll drive clicks and they do, do it in a negative way because it will drive clicks to their, to their content and whatnot. Carson Wentz played 13 games and still led the league in interceptions, okay? Yeah. It's not like it was, you know, it, it, it was time. Jalen Hurst didn't take the job. Carlin, Carson Wentz lost the job. That's what it was. It was time were, for a, a rebirth. And if you believe the reports today, it sounded like Doug Peterson went in and said, no, I'm, I'm going with Carson Wentz next year. Yeah, so, ugh. Ugh. Who writes the piece? Jeff McLean? 
I think it's going to be like sneakily somebody like out there. You know who's on a little bit of a heater? You've had Mike, him on the pod. Mike K. Yeah. Yeah. Mike K. Been a little bit of a heater lately. Yeah. Good for you, Mike K. Yeah. I got Jeff McLean. Joe said, I, I do think it should be given to Joe Santa Cluino or Santa Laquito, whatever his name is, just because he did get death threats for the, for the piece two years ago. Uh, it would just be a nice peace offering. It would be um, funny if Elliot is the one who gets to write it. Oh, but the problem is no one will believe him. Be, they'll think it's shtick. And it'll actually be, it'll be unfair to Elliot. But like, it would be kind of funny at the same time yeah, as he is my be. personal rival. Yeah. Uh, Berman could be a dark horse. Bo Wolf is probably even a bigger dark horse. Um, the I, athletic think guys, I think the athletic guys won't get it. And I hate saying that because obviously I'm team athletic birds with friends till I die. But it seems like when these like really kind of not defamation, juicy. like not juicy. not even juicy, but it's like these really negative stories come out. It, it usually seems to be McLean. You give it the most negative guy, baby. He's not so much negative. He's just a shark, man. I think he's Jeff sees, McLean's a shark. He's I think me and Jeff McLean see see the world in the same place. Oh yeah, every city needs a Jeff McLean. Oh fuck yeah, and we have the best one. We do have the best Jeff McLean because it's him. What would, what, would, what would shock you? Anything about like about the piece? <sighs> Like, what could happen? I'm trying to think. I mean, if the most kept- damning thing would come out and, like, Carson was, like, racist or something like that. Yeah, that, that would be oh, the yeah. most shocking. That would actually kind of ruin it for me. Well, it would definitely – it wouldn't kind of – it would definitely ruin it for me. I don't think I, – I don't think that would – I hope that doesn't happen. I really don't. No, nah, I don't think um, it Because you're just done with defamation at that point. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, I don't know. I, again, it's impossible for her to come back because we didn't even touch on the, the Miles Sanders tweet, like, the second the reports came out. Yeah, that was like, tough. yikes. Darius Slay also had something, bit. but it was like he did go back and say Carson's my dude, but it was just, just optics weren't good. It's just Where optics. Just, I'm not doing this again. Where are you kind of sitting on Darius Slay? I like him. I think he got. I think okay. he got a lot of. I think he got a lot of hate towards the end of the season. He also went up against like DK Metcalf with no help. With no help. Yeah, um, I think. Uh, that DK Metcalf game, I think, is in, is burned in everybody's. You want something soul. to hear? Uh, you want something like something to sound like old Philadelphia media? Is yes. he earned to talk about Philadelphia the way he's talked about it yet? Is he is he earned his Philly? Is he earned his wings yet? He's always been an outspoken guy, so I don't think if yeah. he was in Philadelphia, uh, if he was listen. in Detroit, if he was in anywhere. Maybe it's just because we haven't, we really haven't had that athlete on the Eagles yet. So it's just going to take me getting used to it. Our favorite guys weighed in. Um, Mike from KOP. Love that Howie's blowing this. I hope the Eagles get fleeced and Carson wins multiple Super Bowls in Indy. Howie sucks as a GM, and I'm glad this is blowing up my face. I think he just copy and pastes that from his notes app every day. I think you're right. Now, listen, I, I can understand Mike's frustration. I think Mike's, I think Mike's, like two years ahead of where I am right now. And I almost, I'm, I'm almost afraid that me and Mike are destined to be best friends in the pit of misery. Um, and then also <laughs> we need to make sure we understand this. Mike from KOP is, he is the best at his craft. He is. He is no if, ands or buts about it. He is the best. He's taken the torch from Ingy. He, he is the epitome of the Philadelphia negatory mm-hmm. sports caller. He's the best. Yeah. He's he's good at what he does, and I, I just wait to the, com- get to the know commitment better. the commitment to listening and being able to comment. It's almost like this guy he's working two full time jobs and he's not getting paid to call and comment. Mm-mm. At least I'm not paying him. No, I would love to know who his employer is if they know him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's just living on residuals from getting on what NFL Network all the time is <laughs> being the it's most true. negative call. It's not even that he's negative. <laughs> it's just it's so good. He it has is. the way of taking the making the the negative take just sound so much worse. He's a wordsmith. 
Yes. He's a modern day Mark Twain of negativity. He really he should get his own radio show. I don't know who would listen to it, but he should get his own radio show. Maybe we'll start you one know, on Mike, Twitch. I'd listen YouTube to live. it. We'll just bring him on. Yeah. Say, hey, it's the Mike from KOP hour. Maybe it's maybe it's time we just interview Mike from KOP. Although, I'm not, you know what? Hold on a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that back because we're gonna do the great taller, caller debate. If Mike from KOP can take his way to the great caller debate and win, I will let him, we will let him co-host a full hour show on the Water Boys with us. Oh yeah. He's deserved it. He was hey, with, he was there before everyone else was. With John Barchard. Okay. So it'll be all four of us. And we're just gonna pepper Mike with questions. And I, yeah. I would assume for four hours, we will be rolling on the floor laughing and Mike will just be stone faced, being like, I truly believe this. Yeah. It's I love this. It, it is some some weird Philadelphia fan underworld that we have gotten into between Mike, between Big J, between uh is anyone else that we have from from Sports Radio that follows us? Uh we have a decent amount. Oh, ben from Oklahoma or or Dan or whatever his name yeah, is. Whoever his name is. I like um, him. We have we have a couple guys on Twitter who are usually mixing it up with us, which is always fun. Yeah, so thank you for that. Get in on that too if you're listening. And we know some of the sports radio guys listen too, which is even cool. We won't we won't shout you out, but we know. Um, anything else before you before we get out of here? No. Um, I'll plug it. I'll plug it. Why not? Listen to the Water Hazard. Listen to the Water Hazard oh, yeah. podcast. It's our it's the Water Boys Golf Podcast. It'll be in the feed Wednesdays at five up until the Masters. It'll eventually have its own feed. But if you want a little bit of a uh, little bit of golf talk, me, Max, and PJ will be talking golf on the Water Hazard podcast. P- PJ had the pick. PJ did. <laughs> BJ, the, big, the best is how he prefaced it. He's like, listen, I saw a name, and I took it. And I was like, all right. I also, I mean, listen, good for Peach. <laughs> well, he asked you today, he goes, wait, there's a tournament every week. Yeah, he's like, what tournament are we talking about this week? I'm like, Pebble. He goes, wait, they play every week. And I'm like, mm. And that's the, hey, and that's that's golf betting in a nutshell right there. Damn right it is. Um, but, but yeah, listen to the water hazard. But you guys actually, I want to plug this some more. You guys actually had a really good week. You had Xander top five or, or Max and Xander top I had top, top 20. I had Xander top 20. Yeah, so... I'm trying to think. You guys gave out a couple other picks. I liked it. As a casual golf fan, I liked it. If you're a betting guy, I liked it. If you're um, – PJ actually had – I think PJ actually had the best week. Now, PJ had Ricky winning, which Ricky missed the cut. I had the golden had the golden visor, top 40. He was minus five, got to the back nine, bogey, 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 Oof. and got cut. It was tough. It's a tough look, but I'm on the Bo Hostler train to the day I die. It's the Golden cool. Visor. So check out that. That's the Water Hazard. It's spelled like our name, W-O-O-D-E-R, Hazard. It's not up on Apple. It's not up on Spotify as of yet, but it's getting it's, made. You it's know, all in the works, and you'll be able to get the episode tomorrow at 5 p.m. in the Water Boys feed. Like I said, eventually it will boom over. We have an unreal color scheme, and the merch is going to be unreal too. So if you're a golfer, just be ready. What's the Twitter handle? At Water Hazard. Awesome. So yeah, guys, obviously we thought this podcast was that we listen, Kyle had to throw this Kyle and I had to throw this one together a little bit quick. We're not making excuses. We actually had a good time. We explored it. It got a little dark. Um, we will have Kyle Scott for you eventually. Once we can find him, we'll get him. We always get dark. We get dark. Oh, we're dark people. Anyway, go birds. Go birds. God, if we don't if if this is not a trade by Friday, um, it's gonna be ridiculous. Oh, it's gonna be tough to stick on this. Go Birds. The Water Boys podcast was created and hosted by Gary Lay and Kyle Pagan with contributions from Jason Green, executive producer John Barchard, and our theme song is Telescope by the Pine Bears.